If he came to those that were around at the time that he made this admission, and there were two witnesses standing there, and he said, I want you to be witnesses to what I'm saying. So he said it in front of two witnesses, and he said, You're my witnesses that I... Um, that I owe this money. Why should be Everybody agrees that if you make a halva in front of witnesses, so then you have to pay. So if he says atem edai, so for sure you have to pay. If he didn't say atem edai when he when he made the admission, my time to be on the kamei chayev. So he's going to be on the chayev. The Gemara says he clearly says that if he didn't say atem edai on his own admission, it does not obligate him to pay. So that's the last question. So what's the case where we have a machlok? So what's the case Really, the case is talking about when he didn't say atem edai. All he said is what I owe you money. Oh, so I'm asking us what's the case? The amale hayav anilecha money b'shtar. Ah, he didn't say it verbally. He presented the shtar, and in the shtar it said hayav anilecha money. Oh, so what does the shtar do over here? When I says the biyoh chana bar hayav he has to pay. Why? Alima milta de shtar, the shtar has a great power. That when you write something in shtar, that's even greater than an admission verbally. Writing in a shtar is as if he said, Atem aidai, Mishlakisha Amar Patu, no, Alima milta de shtar. He says, no, writing it in a shtar has no credence over the verbally admitting it. Again, as she says, over here, so then he has to pay. Here it just says the Hayav Ani Lecha Maneh. So the Chadush of the Shtakish of the Ruchanan is that since he wrote it in the Shtar, although it's Ketav Yadot, since it's his handwriting, the Chadush of it, since he didn't sign, it doesn't matter. The fact that he wrote it in the Shtar is Alima Milta the Shtar. And since the Shtar is, uh, is, is powerful, it's as if he said that Temenah. So we're not going to machlok it about that. So the Yomran says, Tenam, what are you talking about? We have now a proof to Rabbi Yohanan that something that's written in the Shtar is considered already ktav uh, 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 without a signature. It's considered already as if it's an addition and therefore it's an obligation. He verbalized it with a notary. Ah? He verbalized it with a notary. No, he wrote it. He wrote it. He wrote it in the shtar. So Yomana says, Tanana, no, say, Taisha Paskai Mudazun, it's Vita, Hamishanim. I have a Hamishanim. My love, Giyagavna. 
Remember we learned the case in the Mishnah yesterday where the guy gets married and he obligates himself to support his wife's daughter for five years. And what do we say? He has to support her for five years. And what's the case talking about over here? How did he obligate himself? So it must be he was talking about where he gave a start. Well, he gave a start. And it said, uh, Mr. So-and-so accepted upon himself to pay uh, for five years. And there was no Kenyan over here. There was no Hatima. It was a paper. And you see that, that paper over there has an ob- uh, obligates the guy. Oh, so you see from what? That a shtar without a hatima uh, that's already presented, and it's his ktavya that already is considered uh, enough. So the Yavara says, look at Ashi on the bottom, my love Yagavna, ma edut yeshla lechazeman bedavara. How does she have proof that this guy obligated himself to support her daughter for five years? After the fact, how does she have proof? Must be she had a paper. What does the paper say? A plony, uh, Mr. Plony, accepted upon himself to pay. There was no Kinyan made. If there was a star that's signed, so then I don't need the Mishnah to tell me he has to, has to, has to uh, follow through in the star. Of course he has to follow. There's a star that's Khatum. And I know there's a star over there that says Plony obligated him to me and she presents it. That started when it's considered that he did it with Ne'edim. So you see a proof to the Yohanan comes to the Yohanan and says, No, no, Bishtare Pesikta. Oh, we're talking about a special case, a new concept that we're learning today is called Shtar Pesikta. These are Shtarot that the Hatan, the Kala, write for each other at the time that they get engaged, that they obligate themselves, uh, different obligations, how much each side is going to give over there. And the Hadusha Shtar Pesikta is that since it's done at the time of the Irusin, there's an automatic hitaibut on both sides to make good on their promises, on their pledges, even though there's no kinyan, even though it's just written on a, on a paper. What's a shtar pesikta? Gemara says, Kedrav Gida, Amarav Gida, Amarav, Kamma Atanotin Lebincha, which means the father of the bride says, how much are you going to give your son? Kach Vekach. He's I'm going to give him this much. He has the daughter, her father of the bride. And how much are you going to give your daughter? And he comes and says, I'm doing the And now they made the Kiddushin. That already is a, an obligation. It's binding. This is a rare case where you don't need a Kenyan to make the obligation. Normally you need a Kenyan, a Halipin or something over here. At the time of the, it was seen at the time of the marriage. Both sides obligate them to how much they're going to give. So that already is considered a, uh, a, 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 an obligation. And therefore you have no ayah to Rabbi Yohanan. Because Amishnah is talking about over here where it's a shtat v'sikta. Rashi says, Hatan v'akala poskim tanaim shebenehim They make conditions. B'shne edim. V'aidim chotmim edut gemura. Oh, v'im tomarim ken ma'i lememra. Esrik gon deleka kinyan. Ela devarim. The Hadush over here is now Mishnah is they they obligated themselves in front of Edim. In the case of, 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 of Rabbi Aaron also, he obligated himself in front of Edim. He said, I owe you. And uh, the Edim wrote it down on, on a star. Probably didn't make a Kinyan. Only have to make a Kinyan to obligate himself. Over here he didn't make a Kinyan. No different than a star Pesikta. Star Pesikta, even though it's only devarim. Guys, I obligate. Maybe, maybe, he's, maybe he's fooling around. Maybe he doesn't mean it. Maybe until he makes a Kinyan, maybe he's just fooling around. Kamashmana, no, when he comes along, he says, I owe you the money. So that's it. And when it comes to Shtar Elusin, that's not so. Who I didn't over here was a Shtar Pesikta. He came along and said, I owe you the money. And they wrote it down in the 
in the uh, in the paper over here, even though there was not a uh, kinyan, which means uh, they do not need to make a kinyan sudan in such a case, because since they're so happy at the time of the irusin, we can assume that gamaru matna that they are uh, obligating themselves a full uh, obligation, and therefore the hadush in the mishnah is that what that this lady. That this lady, go back to the Mishnah. This lady, uh, that uh, this, this husband that obligated himself for five years, it was done at the time of the Irusin. Since it was done at the time of the Irusin, you don't need the Kenyan, which means could be really, according to the, could be really the Shlakish's right. That normally when a person wants to obligate himself in a Shtar, you need to, to be Hatum and you need to make a Kenyan. I, our Mishnah is Mashmah that there was a Shtar. Without a, uh, without a Kenyan. You're right, that was a special case. The Amishnah was talking about a case where it was done at the time of the Erusin. And conditions that are done at the time of the Erusin are called Shtapisik. Ah, I'll bring you another proof to the Yohanan from the Mishnah Bechorot. It's talking about the subject of Pejona Ben Katab, the Kohen Shani Hayab, the Kahamis Sinaim. A guy writes in the Shtar, I am obligated to you five Sinaim in order to give it to you for the Pejona Ben of my son. Hayab, the Tenno, Hamis, and he has to give him the five Sinaim. But the pidyon is not a pidyon even after he pays him the five sedai. Now, what's the reason why he's obligated to pay this obligation? All he does is write it in a piece of paper. Oh, so therefore, you see what? It must be that because he wrote it in the paper, the paper already uh, obligates him. It's no different than a person writing on a star. That I'm a hayav to you, uh, uh, such and such. You have to pay. Look at Ashi's case. Yomara uh, said, I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's Yomara's proof to Rabbi Yohanan. That even though it's Hayab to give the five Sida'im, you see that what? That a star that's not signed, uh, uh, that's, uh, 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 that's given in front of Edim, is considered already admission. It's different over there. The Shemur of Pedion is the Oraita. He's obligated from the Torah already. The Chob is not from this paper. The Chob already was on it from the Torah to give the five Sila'im to, uh, to the Kohen. So therefore, the Shtar in such a Shtar, where there's a Shemud anyway with the Oraita, such a Shtar already is, is, uh, is, uh, is, is binding. So what do you write it for? If you have already as a Shemud from the Torah to give the Pedion, so therefore, why do you have to write it in the Shtar Bechlan? We just wanted to define which Kohen is going to give the Pidyon to. So the Gemara comes along and says, so then why, why shouldn't it be in Beno Padui? If he wrote a Shtar, if he gave him a Torah, if he chose the Kohen, why then is the son not Padui? Really, in a Torah, in a Kerameh. With this Shtar, when he pays the five Shilai, in a Kerameh, he'll be Padui. This works. The people are going to think that what? That you're able to make a pigeon with shtarechov. Let's say a guy has an IOU. He'll give the IOU to the Kohen. And say, hey, this is worth five shilayim. Go, go, go collect. If we, if we let this shtar, that he wrote the IOU to the Kohen, five shilayim, we let this become a pedoi, they might come to you shtarot mamash. And the law is you cannot be put there with shtarot, you be put there with mamash, kesef, or shave kesef, not with a, not with a shtar. So therefore, we make the case of that. So therefore, again, you have no ra'ayah from the case of pidyon to the Buhanan, because the case of pidyon is a shi'abud, there or Right. That a person writes a star and says, I owe you this money. Is it considered uh, enforceable or not? 
Arev, under the witnesses, writes, I obligate myself as a guarantor. It means the witnesses did not sign on the Arbut. The Arbut was signed after the witnesses signed on the Shtar. Oh, so therefore, the Malveh is able to go to the Arev and take from Nechassim bin Nechorim, which means from uh, free assets. Good. No, it's, uh, how can he get, uh, get paid at all? Elawat, because he wrote it on the Shtar. The Shtar was given in front of Edim. Edim did not sign on this, however. He cannot take from Nechassim Mishubadim. Because Nechassim Mishubadim is only if the witnesses uh, test, uh, testify to the Arvut itself. Then there's a call. And then already even the properties are able to be uh, taken. But uh, since he signed after, Baramah, he wrote it on the Shtar. Riding around the star is considered as if it was done in front of the uh, Edim. It obligates him. Even though there's no Kenyan over here, therefore he can collect from the Arev. However, Why? Because the star over here is not signed anything. It's not, it's not, it's not a signed star. They signed after the Edim. So then you can't collect from, from, from anything. The first rabbi says, no, it's a shtad. Maybe it's not a shtad that's enforceable to get Mishrubadim. Because only a shtad that's signed with Edim is higher than Mishrubadim, because it's a call. But the anchor, why you can get the Nechassim bin Echonim from the Arif? So what do you see over here? The Mahlug between, who's the rabbi over here? The Mahlug between the Bishmael and Ben Danas is the Mahlug between the Bishlishakish and the Bishmael. Kebrah says, Amar lo, the Bishmael tells Ben Danas, Lama, why can he collect? Which means, even if you want to say that uh, this arbut was not done at the time of the loan, that it was written after, so what? Now we obligated himself to guarantee the loan. What's the difference if it wasn't done at the time of the loan itself? In fact, they added an addendum to the shtar after. Bottom line, he obligated himself. And therefore, why shouldn't he be able to, to collect from the arib? Uh, the Malveh is choking the Lovay in the marketplace. He has him in a stranglehold. He's telling him, hey, give me my money, give me my money. Um sa'u habero. Third guy sees the guy getting choked. So he wants to save his life. So what does he tell him? Leave him alone. Leave him alone. I'll, I'll, I'll pay the debt for you. But two, he does not have, after he gets him out of the strangle, he doesn't have to pay. So, oh, but you said you're going to pay. Why? Shelo al emunato hilvau. The Malveh did not lend the money on his word. When he lent the money, this guy wasn't around. He lent the money, uh, stam. This guy shows up after and says, oh, I'll pay it for you. I, I, I didn't lend the second an Arev that comes after the fact and obligates himself. Oh, so therefore, since the Arev comes after the Alba'ah, that's not considered Arbut, which means Arbut has to be done at the time of Alba'ah, that the whole loan was done because the Arev committed himself. Now the guy shows up uh, after, so who are you over here? Anyway, the Gemara says, Now we can already say that the Mahloket between the Shtakish and the Bihana is the same Mahloket between the Bishma and the Ben Nanas. That Rabbi Ishmael that says that the Shtar has value, that you can go to the Arif and take Ben Echorim from him, because it was written in the Shtar. That's something that's written in the Shtar. As, uh, even though there's no Kenyan, there's no Hatima, has the power to, to collect. Ben Nanas that says the Shtar is worthless. 
says, because uh, he holds like Rishakish. Uh, he holds like Rishakish. Yes. So, Gemara says, no, Alibad Ben Nanas kula amalu pedig. According to Ben Nanas, which means Ben the Biyohanan, Ben Rishakish, the word that Rishdar cannot collect. Which means there's no mahloker according to Ben Nanas, because Ben Nanas clearly says you cannot collect from the Rishdar. So you cannot say this a mahloker between the Biyohanan and Rishakish. Like in, in Ben Nanas's opinion, everybody would agree like Ben Nanas that he holds. That, uh, that even though you wrote it in the start, you cannot collect the hadush. Is that could be there's a mahlokir in the opinion of the bishma'el. Keep it together by the bishma'el. What's the mahlokir? The bishma'el. The bishma'el. The clearly holds like the bishma'el. Once you wrote it in the start, you can collect from the arev. However, the shlakish ad kano kamar bishma'el hatam ela the shayak le shibuda de oraita. Arev also is a shabud de oraita. When a person has a arev. Arev is a din de oraita, anuchia elbenu by Yehuda. And therefore, you see, shabud de oraita is arev. So therefore, maybe in that case, of Mishmas, when he wrote it in the star, the arev is on the hook. Mashiach and a regular shabud where God comes along and says, Ani hayav necha, you know, maneh. There's no shabud de oraita on that. So therefore, could be even the Yishmael will agree that you do not have to do anything. So therefore, he makes a chaluk in the case. He goes back to the chaluk of shabuda de oraita gufa. אמר אבידה למרת כמה תנותן לבנך כך וכך וכמה תנותן לבתך כך וכך עמדו וקידשו כאן ואין אין דברים נקרים באמירה What's the case of it? We're about before the marriage. They're making tanayin, they're making conditions. How do they make the conditions? Both sides go to each other. How much you're giving your daughter? How much you're giving your son? And what do they do over there? They say it verbally and they write it in the star. Even though there was no, no kinyan over there, it's hadush. Normally, to obligate yourself to make kinyan sudar. They didn't make any kinyan. This is a rare case. So the Gemara says, what type of girl are we talking about? How old is this girl? The Gemara says, Amar Mr. Bramil Tadirav, Bibito, Ne'ara, Dekamateh, must be with somebody in Who gets the kiddushin of Ne'ara? The father. So therefore, he's makneh himself for the obligation because he's going to get something. He's going to get the kesef kiddushin. But a bogeret, he's not getting anything in return, could be he's not going to be makneh himself. So he wants to make a no kimta. In this case, we'll be here of the Sikta. He's only talking about a Ne'ara, not a bogeret. Elohim. I swear, I'm a rab. Afilu bogeret. Even a Bulgarian where the father's not getting anything, still he obligates himself. You know, Temahaki was not going to say this. Exactly, the father of the Hatan. He's not getting anything. The father, the, Hatan, the father of the Hatan doesn't get anything back, and still he obligates himself. So you see what? That it's not the fact that he's getting something, it's the fact that they're happy at the time of the Irusin of their children, and therefore they obligate themselves with that. Making the hatuna together at that moment. It's not something you're getting in return, a physical, tangible item. And then the father of the Adar is not getting anything either. And that's the Hana'ah that they're making the Shidduch. Yamara comes along and says, A question. Which means this itchaivut that the both sides made. How much you're giving your son? How much you're giving your daughter? Are you allowed to write these items down? This, we call it a start pesikta, but maybe we just call it a start because it's a dean of a start. But can we actually write these obligations down over here? Now, what's the sefek over here? Which means. If you say you're able to write it down and put it in a star, so then you're going to treat it like something that was done with the Kenyan. Something that was done in Kenyan, you could even collect from the Chasim, Mishra Badim. 
but if you say no, 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 we, 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 it's an obligation, but we're not going to consider it as if it's written in the shtar with the edim, and therefore you cannot collect from the kasim mishrabadim. They ask me, how strong is this shtar pesikta? Is it shtar pesikta as if it's a shtar with edim on it? Do we do we allow to write it? Therefore, the, 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 the sides can collect even from the kasim mishrabadim, or maybe uh, not that much strength over there, which means. Uh, you cannot uh, uh, write it down over there because we don't want to collect it from the Kasim Mishwan. That's the basic question. Can't write it down. Obligated to give, but you cannot write it down in the start to collect from the Kasim Mishwan. We looked at our Mishnah. What did it say the smart people did when they got married? Hayu Kodvin. Oh, so what did what did we just say in our Mishnah? Our Mishnah was too much stuff to Sikna. That was under the time of the Irusin. And we said the smart people wrote it down. What did they write down in the Shtar? That I'm only going to support your daughter as long as we're married. So what do you see from over here? That a Shtar Pesikna you actually write down. Yabadan says, my Kodvin Omrim. Sometimes when the Mishnah says Kodvin, it doesn't mean Kodvin, it means Omrim. Yabadan says, Bekarid is Amira Ketiva? You call Amira Ketiva? Yabadan says, yes. In that we learned as we learned If a person writes to his wife, I don't want anything to do with your nechasim. So the says So therefore, you see, sometimes the Mishnah used the word akotev. It could mean haomer. says one more halakatashema. Oh, very interesting, Hadush. This is talking about over here, a shtar erusim v'nesu'in. I don't know what a shtar erusim v'nesu'in is, but it clearly says, oh, I can only write this type of shtar, midat shenehem, with both consent of both sides. So the Gemara says, ha midat shenehem kodvim. Now, what is a shtar erusim that I can write? How much you're giving, how much you're giving. And what does it say? If they both agree, you can write it down. Also, what do you see over here? Writing it down in the stuff. You're writing it down in the stuff. means you can even collect from Mishabedim. So the says, no, no. No, it's Mamash. The Hadush over here is that when you write a Shtah, you have to write it with the knowledge of the of the bride, which is a hadush. Why, 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 why does she have to know that I wrote it? The main thing is she takes it willingly. The hadush over here is that you have to write the shtat irusin middata. Just like a get has to be written middata. <laughs> you cannot write the get without a, without a note. It has to be written the shma. So too, the, get, the, the, the irusin has to be written middata. It's a hadush. If they wrote it the shem kedushin, shalom middata. Because what do I care? And that's what it means. Really, you don't write. Because you cannot collect from Mishra Badim. I just started to say, it's no way that you write. It's talking about a regular start of Arab Kodesh. That says what? That she has to have da'at that you wrote. The start is like a gift. She has to have da'at that the start was written. Tashema. Metu. This is the case from our uh, Mishnah. Let's say the Mishnah. Let's say the the husbands who are obligated to support the daughter of the wife died. So what do we say in the Mishnah? Their children now have nechasim. 
so the children's nechassim are mortgaged to this obligation. Because we said that Balchov is able to collect from nechassim mishum badim. And therefore, there's a Balchov, there's this daughter of the, of the wife, has a star that says what? That she's, uh, well, she has, a, she has a, an obligation, on, on, there's an obligation to pay. So therefore, they, uh, uh, they get a Yerusha, but there's certain fields that are mortgaged automatically to, the, to this debt. So the Gemashnah says, Metu, Benotein, Zulam, Nechassim, Menechorim. The, the children are Yorshim. Yorshim only can get from properties that are free, not from she can even get from land. Why? Oh, now how could she be Baalatov to get this lady? Must be she has a star. Because she only collects from the Kasim Shubadim. So that means, that means what? That this Pesikta that they wrote at the time in Erusin must be was packed up with a star. Because the Mishnah clearly says that she can collect from the Kasim Shubadim. Oh, so you see that what you that yes, tarif siktas ni tanituli kate. Because otherwise, how could she without a star? If it's with I'll pay. You don't take from the kasim shumadim. The fact that she can take from the kasim shumadim must be they wrote the star pesikta up. Kemalazakam askinan veshikanumiya do. Oh, which means over here that's a different case. There was a kinyan made. That means it wasn't just a hitchayvut of star pesikta. Without any kinyanim over here, Adraba, there was a kinyan, which means uh, both sides over here, or husbands, they made kinyan and they obligated themselves with a kinyan to pay this uh, daughter. Oh, what you make with a kinyan? So that's like a star, and therefore you know, I have to, to pay the nechasim mishubadim. Oh, so comes again. You have no raayah to a regular star pesikta. Regular star pesikta, no, no kinyan. It's amira, tiburim. This case away was different. This case away was backed up with a. A Kenyan, back to the Kenyan, that's what they can take from the Kazim Shabbat. So, Gibran says, What are you talking about? Banot Nameh. So then the daughters also, if this was done with a Kenyan, so why then his daughters cannot take from the Kazim Shabbat? If the Yorshim, if the Kenyan was done, so they should also be able to take from the Kazim Shabbat because he obligated himself with a uh, Kenyan. So, Kazim Gibran says, <coughs> Comes the Gibran says, Mm-hmm. At this point, the Gemara, his daughters, the Yorshi, the Gemara is assuming at this point that when the Kenyan was made, it was made for everybody. So if the Kenyan was made for everybody, Ben, the daughter of his wife, Ben, his own daughters, if the Kenyan was made, so why does the Mishnah say they cannot go to Nechassim Mishrobadim? If the Kenyan was made, he obligates himself to the highest order. So he's obligating himself to his daughters to, to pay, so they can even take from Nechassim. The Yerushai, they can take even his obligations, like a Valhob. Therefore, they can even take from Nechassim Shubadim. Why does Mishnah say that his own kids can only take from uh, Nechassim B'nei Hodim? If a Kenyan was made, it's really Kenyan was made to everybody here. The Kenyan was made to everybody, so therefore everybody should be able to take from Nechassim Shubadim. So Gemara says, no, Kishikanu Lazu, Velo Kanu Lazu. No, the Kenyan was only made to his wife's daughter, but not to his own daughter. So Gemara says, my Pascha. It's so pashut that when a person makes a kinyan, he'll only make it for his wife's daughter and not make it for his own. Well, how does the Gemara know that? So the Gemara says, yes, we know why. Which means the daughter of his wife was there at the time of the kinyan, so therefore he has her in mind. But the daughters that weren't there, they weren't born yet at the time of the kinyan. <coughs> No, because what's the case talking about over here? He married a lady that had a daughter already. Now, she, she didn't have no uh, kids. He didn't have kids from her yet. This whole obligation is to his, to her daughter. So her daughter that was around, the Kenyan is Mu'il, but the Kenyan is not Mu'il for kids that are going to be 
born later on. So it makes that assumption. It's logical that the Kenyan only works for the people that are in front of you, not for the people that are not in front of you yet. So the Gemara says, hold it. What are you talking about? Maybe they were there at the time of the Kenyan. I gotta be at the time of the Kenyan. They weren't born yet. I gotta be there at the time of the Kenyan. So the Gemara says, what's the case? He married her. He had children. She had a daughter from someone else. And then he took her back. And therefore, when he took her back, he made a Kenyan for the daughter that she had from someone else. And his own. And his own kids that he had from her from uh, the, the original marriage. So therefore, you could have a case where they were all there at the same time. So then we give us back to the same question. If the Kenyan was made for, for both, so they both should have the, 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 the when he dies, they, they both have the ability to go to Nekasim, Mishomadim. The daughter. Uh, uh, of the uh, of the of the lady, she doesn't have What is this Gemara saying? That he, the daughter of the of the lady, she there's no law that he has to support her. Bedin cannot enforce that he has to support the slavery over. There's no tnai bedin that you have to support your wife's. Daughter. He obligated himself. So since there's no tonight between on the wife's daughter, so there they said they, they, he'll make a Kenyan on such a thing. The Kenyan will work like a Behar. However, his own daughter is where he's obligated to support them after he dies. And if he doesn't support, Betin will enforce it. There we say the Kenyan doesn't uh, harm. We don't understand the Hayduk. I understand there's a, there's a tonight between the Gabe, his daughter. There's no tonight between the Gabe, the daughter of his wife. So the Gabe asked the question. But just because Betin can enforce, therefore it's worse for them? Therefore the Kenyan is not uh, hal on them? Doesn't make any sense. Yamara says, Since Betin is going to obligate their father, they have to pay away to support them. Probably their father maybe left a bag of money in order to support them. And therefore we're worried that since the father knows he's obligated to pay from Bedin, could be already he set aside a bag of cash in order to, to, to take care of them, to pay for them over here. And therefore they cannot go to Nechassim Mishrabadim because the people are going to come along and say, hey, you got paid already. How do we know you didn't take a bag? But Sheenke and the daughter, where he's not obligated to pay her from tonight, Bedin. So therefore he probably didn't leave a bag of money for for the not really obligated with Tabedin. So therefore they can go to the Khasim, Meshubadi. Look at Ashi Rabotai. Ashi says Bitnai Bedin, the Graga Sarat Sinu. The Fnemoto, before he passed away, Masar M Sirot Kesafim Zonotehe. And therefore, since he left this money over here, so therefore they are going to be obligated. So therefore, therefore uh, the Kenyan is not going on that. It means we're not going to let them go to Nechassim Meshubadi, because the Nechassim Meshubadi can come along and say, you got paid already. Who knows? Maybe if, uh, who knows? Maybe you took a, a bag of cash. Unless she ain't in the daughter, where he's not obligated to pay me time, 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 bedin. We don't assume he's going to leave uh, money for them. Why should he leave money for them? He's not even obligated. He's only he obligated himself. So therefore, in that case, of the Kenyan is hard. They get them only. They go to Nechasim, Meshuba, the... All alive at the time. And we make a chiluk that since probably he left money for the daughters, and he'll leave money for the daughter of his wife. So that's why the Kenyan is hard for them, and not for, for, for her, and not for her.